Welcome to The Back Channel, your trusted source of insights into venture capital, fundraising, and startups. Backchanneled from Jason Ye, that's me, to you. Hey guys, welcome to this episode of The Back Channel. Today, I want to jump into my second Back Channel episode on post money cap safes. I want to illuminate a really important point for founders to understand. This is one of my biggest gripes with post money cap safes and something that I've written about extensively online, both on my blog and on Twitter. The headline here is that post money cap safes have anti-dilution provisions embedded in them. Now, they're not described or labeled in the documents as anti-dilution, there isn't a clause that's like the anti-dilution protection for investors in post-money cap safes. It's a little bit more buried. It's a little bit harder to find. I don't want to use the word insidious, but the fact of the matter is if an investor puts money into a post-money cap safe, their ownership is protected all the way until an actual equity round is raised meaning they cannot be diluted by any other investment that comes in unless it's an equity round. Now, that description might not seem that bad if you think that you're going to raise a post-money cap safe, and then the next round that you raise is going to be an equity round. But the way the fundraising world and the startup market has evolved is that founders rarely only raise one round of capital on safes. They'll raise their friends and family round on a safe. They'll raise an angel round on a safe. They'll raise a pre-seed on a safe. They'll raise their seed on a safe. Some people have been raising series A's on safes. And so the standard and the norm has been that founders will raise multiple rounds of capital on safes. So if that first bit of money or any bit of money is raised on a post-money cap safe, that ownership is not diluted until the equity round comes in. And I find this to be unfair to founders because this is not how equity rounds work. If you were going to raise your friends and family round in equity, if you were going to raise a pre-seed round in equity, if you were going to raise then a seed round in equity, each of those rounds would get diluted by the next round of capital coming in. And that I think is fair, especially because Founders are making progress. They are hiring. They're producing product. They're releasing product. They're generating sales between these rounds of capital being raised. And so that is meant to fairly dilute everyone in the company, not just the founding team. Investors from previous rounds should get diluted by subsequent rounds. Now, what I want to acknowledge is that when founders raise multiple tranches of capital within a short period of time where no progress has been made. So if an investor invests $1 million on a $5 million cap, and then two weeks later, that founder goes and raises $2 million on a $10 million cap, nothing really has changed in that company other than the fact that they raised more money. It doesn't seem like the investor should fairly be diluted right away. But if the founder goes and waits a year and raises another you know, $1 million on a $10 million cap because they've hired a full team, they've launched their product, 
They've made a lot of progress. Now, that first investor in the one on five doesn't get diluted by the next safe that gets invested. And that seems unfair. So what founders need to understand is that every dollar raised after an initial post money cap safe that is not done in an equity round makes the initial post money cap safe more and more punitive. It lowers the effective valuation of the previous post money cap safes with every dollar that gets raised because it has anti-dilution baked into it. If you're a startup trying to sell into enterprises, I'm sure you've been dreading getting some sort of certification like SOC 2 or ISO 27001. I know I did when I was running my last company and it cost us some really important deals. If that's you, you're in luck because not only is there an awesome solution called Vanta that makes the process dead simple, but also funded listeners get $1,000 off the service by going to vanta.com slash funded. That's V-A-N-T-A dot com slash funded. Check it out. Now, what can be done to address this? Well, the first thing that can be done is for founders to truly understand what it means to raise more capital after a post-money cap safe. Really see whether or not there's an opportunity to then just raise an equity round, clean up the cap table, get everyone on board and put a little bit more structure into the company. The other thing that's possible is raising on a pre-money cap safe. Pre-money cap safes don't have the anti-dilution provision baked into it. Now, because post-money cap safes seems to be more of the standard, I do know that it might be uncomfortable to introduce something new to investors and it might throw some people off. What I would say is the first round that you raise um, your angel round or your friends and family round, I think that can fairly be done on a pre-money cap safe and very few people will question you on that. And the last thing that you can do, you can choose any of these three things to address the issue, I believe, is you can make a small modification in the post-money cap safe. Now, there are a string of definitions that essentially affect the calculation of ownership but the one definition that you can look into is what is considered a converting security. Now, the definition that's used in the standard document is essentially anything that's not equity. And what I'd like to do is make a modification that says any of those non-equity securities in the next six months, meaning I'm okay adding anti-dilution for about six months. You can decide how much time you want to put in there. Um, because yes, I agree, like investors shouldn't be diluted immediately afterwards when no progress is made. But by adding a little bit of a time caller, what you say is like, let's allow that to happen, that anti-dilution to happen for a period of time. But after that, progress is going to be made and everyone should share in the dilution equally, ratably, not just the founders, previous investors as well. If you're going to make modifications to the YC safe, do realize that there's also a clause at the top that says this document has not been modified from the original version. Make sure you take that out. Otherwise, you're lying. And I think that's an easy conversation to have with investors as you tell them, hey, by the way, I'm raising on a post-money cap safe, but we have made a small modification and it's 
based on the definition of converting securities. I think you can talk people through that in a very logical way without being antagonistic and tell them why you're doing that. So that is this episode of The Back Channel, diving into the anti-dilution provisions in the post-money cash safes, things that I think you all need to be aware of. Until next time, that's this episode of The Back Channel. Thanks.